This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parsha's Emar Tavshin Tei. This Parsha, among the topics, goes through the Amtavim of the year. Starts off with Pesach, then Shuas, Roshana, Yankipur, Sukkis. Technically, you can stick in Hanukkah too, because right after Sukkis, it talks about Shemin Zayach Zach, Kasul Amar, of lighting the Menorah inside the base of Interestingly, when it gets to, when it talks about Sukkot, so we know you have to take the Dalad Minim. The Pasuk in Perach of Gimel, Pasuk Mem tells us, You should take for yourselves on the first day, pre-Eitz Hadar, Kabbas Tamar, Venafes Avais, Ve'arvei Nachal. And these are the Dalad Minim. Interestingly, we find, when it says the pre-Eitz Hadar, which is the asterisk, we find an interesting thing. Even though the Pasuk tells us, I should go and beautify the mitzvahs for Hashem. And we do. But when it comes to the Estrig, for some reason, people are very, very attached to that mitzvah. And we spend a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort in order to get a beautiful Estrig. So the Vashem once said, he said, why does the Pasuk say, you should take for yourselves on the first day. And of course, you know, the Gemara tells us, from here we learn, that the Esrig and the Dalminim has to belong to you. You can't borrow it from someone. Somebody can give it to you as a present, but it has to belong to you. It has to be for you. But the Hashem said you can darshan it a little more. And it says, It should be for you. Sometimes a person can go and spend a lot of money, get a beautiful Esrig, because he knows that he's going to shul, and everyone's going to go ooh and ah over his esrig. And therefore, he wants to get a beautiful esrig. So that esrig is not really, you're getting it for Hashem. You're getting it for others. He says, you have to get the esrig for you. As if you weren't going to show. And no one was going to see it. You'd be quarantined in your own house. And still you would get a beautiful esrig. Lachem, it has to be for you. And that's where the Pasuk ends off. Usamachtem lufnei Hashem alakeichem. You're going to go and rejoice with Hashem. It's only between you and Hashem. So when you get this beautiful asterisk, and you spend so much time, effort, and money into it, make sure it's for you. You're not doing it for others. In fact, the Hashem of Marshals a Pasuk in Tehillim. The Pasuk says, I'll show you the Pasuk, for those who like to see it inside. Al tiveini regal gava v'yad v'sham al tenideni. Which means... David Melch was diving to Hashem Hashem. Don't allow the foot of the ego of the people who are haughty to push me away. And the Vashemta said, if you take the Rashi Tevis of those words, Al Tivi'eni Regal Gava, I shouldn't be pushed away by the, the, the legs of those who are haughty. It spells the word Estrig. In fact, I'll show it to you. It spells the word Estrig. Because it's one thing if someone is a haughty person. It's one thing if someone is a show-off, braggadocious. But when it comes to a mitzvah, that's the worst. Because someone who's a show-off, someone who brags, he knows what he does. But someone when he does it for a mitzvah convinces himself that's the shame shemayim. Says the Baal Shem to be careful when it comes to the mitzvahs. Make sure you're doing it lachem. Make sure you're doing it just for you. So you can present it to Hashem and not so others should see you. How do we know when we're doing a mitzvah for Hashem or when we are doing a mitzvah for others? 
There was a big tzaddik named Rav Mordechai Neshchiz. He lived over 200 years ago. And like many other Jews at the time, he was very, very poor. Very, very poor. But he would try to put aside a little money every week so later on he can buy himself at least a kosher asterisk. One year, he worked very, very hard and he, he didn't allow himself to eat a lot and he put away money so he can get himself this year a little of a nicer asterisk. And he was so excited as it got closer and closer how when every night he went to sleep hungry, he was happy because he managed to put away an extra kopik, an extra coin for his asterisk. Sure enough, and Kippur was over, and he started to look around at Esregim, but he still couldn't buy it, it was too expensive. Even though he had a large sum of money, he had 30 gold coins, he can buy a beautiful Esreg, and he waited until it got closer to Sukkot, perhaps the price would come down. And finally, it was two days before Sukkot, he took his 30 gold coins, and his family, all excited, he left his house to go to buy the Esreg. He's halfway there to where they're selling the Esregim, and he sees a fellow Jew sitting on the side of the road crying. He walks over to him and he says, Shalom Aleichem. He says, Aleichem Shalom. He says, what seems to be the problem? And the guy looks at Mordechai, obviously not dressed like the wealthiest man in town. And he says, what should I tell you? My horse died. He says, oh, that's bad news. He says, you don't understand. I'm a wagon driver. My horse is my whole source of livelihood. If I don't have a horse, I'm not going to have to feed my family. So Mordechai says, tell me, how much does a new horse cost? He says, a horse. A horse can cost 30 gold coins. And if Mordechai in an instant sticks his hand in his pocket, takes out his 30 gold coins that he saved and scrimped and starved to put together for the whole year for his estrig, and he gives it to him. The person looks at him and says, really? He says, yeah, of course, here, please. Wow, thank you so much, I don't even know you. He says, please, take it. And the person takes it and he runs off, he's so excited. Well, Mordechai didn't have any money for an estrig anymore. He turns his round, he comes home. He comes inside, his family's all excited. No, let's see the estrig, let's see the estrig. He says, no, I'm not buying an estrig this year. He says, what? Yeah, he says, you're not buying an estrig this year. So, so what are you going to make a bracha on? He says, this year I'm not buying an estrig. This year I'm going to make a bracha on a horse. And of course, we understand what he was saying. If you're going to do the mitzvah for Hashem, then that's what you can do. If you do the mitzvah for yourself, then that's something you would never do. And that's something we have to keep in mind. When we want to do the mitzvah in the most beautiful way, we have to remember, who are we doing the mitzvah for? Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.